720 WGN. Thanks for joining us. What happens when you file an order of protection? Jaylene Flores, 21 years old. As you know, she is no longer with us if you've been paying attention to the news at all. She's from Chicago. She worked at Mariano's and a person that she was in a dating relationship with. That's how she identified it. Armoni Henry is charged with first degree murder and being held without bail. So she went on April 19th to get a restraining order. She said that she and Henry had a dating relationship. He had made threats against her and her family. And apparently there were two attempts to serve the order of protection, but they were unsuccessful, maybe because of a wrong address or maybe because somebody at that address said he no longer lives here. But now some domestic violence advocates are worried that that Tells women that this system doesn't work. Why bother? And this isn't the first time this has happened. So we thought we'd reach out and see what you need to do and how you stay protected if you're in that situation. Pam Kostecki is the executive director of Crisis Center of South Suburbia. Thanks for joining us, Pam. Tell us about the Crisis Center and what you do. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much, Lisa, for having me on today. So um, the Crisis Center is located in um, Tinley Park, Illinois. We serve uh, South Suburban Cook County as well as Eastern Will County, and we provide an array of domestic violence services from counseling to emergency shelter. We have 54 beds of emergency shelter where um, persons who are fearing for their safety uh, can come and get safe from abusers. We work with the hospitals to provide education to patients on how to seek services. We work with uh, the court system, so we have court advocates at both Bridgeview and Markham Courthouses providing uh, legal legal assistance to victims that are seeking orders of protection, both criminal and civil orders of protection. That's nice to know that people can reach out to you and say, hey, I want to do this. How do I go about it? Because I think sometimes when you file that order of protection, you feel like, oh, okay, good. Things are are a little better, but you you never know how people are going to react to that. So she did everything right, right, correct? She did. She absolutely did. And, you know, this this story is bigger than... kind of what's being um, has been shared in the media so far, you know, so there is um, public record, you know, that this um, situation was happening a year ago. Um, You know, Ms. Flores was ended up seriously injured by Mm. her murderer. And in April of 22, he was charged with three class A misdemeanors, each which you know, have a maximum sentence of 364 days in jail. So think about that. Had he been given that jail time, she'd be alive today. And how is it he wasn't put in jail for that? Did she not file charges? No, no, no. He pled down um, to only one of the Class A misdemeanors. So it's just, uh, you know, the the process of our justice system. He pled down and was given probation with no time in jail at all. So while this, you know, during this tragedy, he was on probation. So during her visit to the courthouse to do the second order of, well, I can't say second. I shouldn't say that. I don't know that in April of 22, she had an order of protection. But in April or of 23, you know, she did go to Cook County and uh, request an order of protection and, uh, 
why didn't our justice system at that point you know, see that, you know, he has a history of this, he's on probation, you know, and take some action at that time. And that would have been nice, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I know as a domestic violence advocate and somebody who serves as the executive director of the Crisis Center of South Suburbia, I know it is an endless, tireless job because this is an ongoing issue. And if we don't have laws that are strong enough to protect people, then your job will never be finished. Right, right. And it really is our goal to put ourselves out of business. We would love if we did not have to be here. I mean, every single person who works here, every single person who volunteers at this agency and many other agencies um, all across this nation would prefer to not be in this business. Okay, so for anyone who is in that situation now, or maybe it's your daughter, or maybe it's your niece, and you know things are not good, and you know this is going on, how do we approach them, and what should that victim do? So a couple things that we tell our um, the clients that we're working with through the court system is when they are getting the order of protection, there are a couple strategies to use. Get a copy of that order of protection to your local police department. Um, take a copy to them. Leave the copy for them. Also, have a copy at your home. So if the abuser comes to your house and you have to call the police, give it to those officers. Keep them educated that this order of protection is in place and it just assists and makes the process, you know, a whole lot easier uh, for them. You know, rather than having to go and look up that they have an order of protection, you know, the police can already see this is not the first time. This is a very serious matter and take it and take it seriously. So those are a couple of the things that um, we recommend that victims do when um, they get their order of protection. And do you have a website? I would imagine you do that um, offers support and gives information that people might not personally need, but they could share it with others. Absolutely. So our website is uh, crisisctr.org. So they can check out our website and or call our hotline, which is 708-429-SAFE or 7233. So they can reach out to either of those, and we are happy to help them. Or even if you are a friend or coworker of somebody that you're worried about, uh, we can also uh, help you as well. Thank you so much. I know we'll have conversations again in the future. We appreciate that you dedicate your life to this. Uh, Coming up next, Steve has the news from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. 